0: You're listening to Thoughtful Wellness Revolution with Zara and Hien, where we believe wellness isn't wellness if it's just for you. Today, you're listening to a preview of a bonus episode. Before we get started, remember to give us a five-star rating and review. Let's get into it. So this is our uh, bonus episode. And something I'm really curious about, Denise, is lately, um,
1: how do you take care of yourself? That's a great question. Thank you. Um. So I have the privilege of working on for myself. So the ways that I take care of myself really start in the morning. I think that when I set my body up for success, it's like, well, you know, not success. When I set my body up for spaciousness, um, I find that I'm more receptive. So some of the ways that I've more recently started taking care of myself is having time, enough time in the morning to at the very least stretch my body a little Eat something really nourishing, and and sit in my somatic practice. And whether that looks like some self massage, self touch, whether that's being in relationship to sensations in my body and growing capacity for discomfort, because it's not always comfortable to be in my body. Sometimes I find there's like ooh, grief that's like decades old. Sometimes I find like pain or aches and. Um, the way I really take care of myself is by meeting them, um, and and listening to how they want to be to be acknowledged. Yeah, I find that to be a game changer. So it takes me about like an hour and a half in the mornings to do that. Um, but I know not everyone has the time like that. So you know, even if it's five minutes, I would say like, yeah, embodiment. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and so I'm curious to know for you, uh, what what does wellness or being well mean to you? And, you know, especially living in the times and with the systems Yeah. for you, what does that mean?
1: Oh, I think wellness to me means that I know how to feel safe. I know how to feel belonging and I know how to both be in the reciprocity of the exchange of love not love as a feeling but the practice of love as bell hooks so beautifully writes in all about love that love is not just a feeling but it's how we relate to one another um so i think wellness is being able to reciprocate love through safety through spaciousness through belonging yeah Mm -hmm.
2: well if i wasn't already in love with you you've just quoted from (laughs) bell hooks my favorite books my favorite bell hooks book so like yeah, I'm really in on that. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. Um, wow. Sorry, I'm reflecting deeply on that when I was going to ask you a question. Um, so I guess, do you have like hopes for 2022 and consensual culture and what you kind of hope to grow this year?
1: Yeah, I sure do. I think that there is so many more of us having these really hard conversations and so many more spaces that are showing up uh, to support this work. So yeah, I do have hope. I have hope for the community that I'm a part of for folks like yourself creating this podcast and doing this work and showing up. And I have hope because I think more and more and more and more of us are starting to realize that we don't have to do it all and we don't have to do it all by ourselves, that each of us has a specific medicine, a specific offering that only we can offer because we have the lived experience to do it and we cannot be like somebody else because we are who we are. And so I have more and more hope because I see more people stepping into that into that I have something to offer here and you know, working through all of the different blocks that, that show up in relationships to that, but I see it happening and it gives me a lot of hope. Yeah. And for consensual culture, you know, I, I am, I have hope because I sort of did it in the way that I was taught and then saw how it just was not working. And I have hope because I'm starting to question some of the deeper ways the wellness industry is working, how the coaching industry is working and, i i'm looking forward to seeing how consensual culture is going to guide me towards bringing it to life um and i don't know what that looks like yet but i do have hope yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i am really uh you know what now i have hope and like i (laughs) didn't i'll be honest and say i did not have hope when i woke up today okay but hearing you talk and all the beautiful things you shared, I now have hope. Mm. And you know what, I totally understand with, you know, the wellness industry, I mean, I think Zara and I could, we talk a lot about the wellness Mm. industry, and like the coaching element in particular, how Mm. sometimes it's helpful, and sometimes it's really not helpful. Mm. (laughs) Like, sometimes it becomes very much like, do we really, or it's like, I always feel like if somebody has something to share with the world, it's like, yes, please do that. But does it need to be in like whatever coaching format
2: that you were taught to do, right? Zara, you look like you
0: have something to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
2: Well, it's just very much like, Coaching has become like a multi-level marketing scheme. Yes. You know what I mean? Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you go to a coach and you want to be a coach because you don't want to do your nine to five, blah blah blah. And it's like, no, we don't need a bunch of coaches. We need a bunch of people taking action. And if you're a coach who can help people figure out how to do that in their life, then yes, we like you. But if you're like selling people on how to lose weight or how to, I six figures, yeah, exactly. Or like you're pushing something along those lines.
0: Thank you for listening to the Thoughtful Wellness Revolution podcast. For the full episode and more bonus content, you can go to thoughtfulwellnessrevolution.substack.com and subscribe for only $5 a month.